0: Welcome to Heard at Sports Radio. Now Clark to Davis. They just play catch at the 35-foot mark. Now Clark fires a three right wing and got that to go. And now passes Lynette Woodard of Kansas, who had the scoring lead when it was the AIAW. As Clark, 33 points. Shift change coming at the next time out for the Blue Dolls. Meanwhile, flip to the right. Proctor, three. Count it. But deep one. And the Blue almost call for time to get the substitutions in. And just like that, the lead back to 24 77 to 53. Down to 34 seconds left. Shannon with a drive. Layup. Good. And that may be the cherry on top of the Sunday. 103 94. 30 seconds left. Estrada
1: back to Cosby. He'll let it fly again. And why not? (laughs) Do it, David Cosby. Light him up, Yuggin.
0: And Alabama, 101 points here on the road for the ninth time. That's an SEC record. And the Jays win. Jays win. Jays win. 85 64. A dominating effort tonight as they sweep the Seton Hall Pirates. Final in Omaha, Blue Jays 85, Pirates 64.
1: Good morning. Welcome into Out Sports Radio AM 590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities. We're live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. That's DB. I'm Ravi Lula. Hello. Coming to you on a Thursday.
2: Trap game. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. That did not sound like Johnny Bishop. But
1: I'm not gonna. He lie. sounded like maybe he's a little congested. Yeah. F- full disclosure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> apologize to. Anybody from the broadcast team that's just now boarding their flight, listening to 590 like everybody should be?
1: Always. I had to get away from old Donnie Marshall for a bit. No,
2: I, uh... I just, I, I don't like being a guy. You know, there's a lot going on early where I felt like it was a lot of fake energy, and it was some unnecessary things being said, like water's wet, and I was like, you know what? Let's see what old Jay Bizzle's got <laughs> hopped up. See?
0: And the Jays win! So
2: you just say, Alexa, please play 1620 The Zone, and boop, there's Jay Bizzle. And yeah. I have to I pause for a second, mm-hmm. and then I think we're okay for a while, and then you gotta do it again
1: i mean it takes a little effort yeah but it's to line it up yeah yeah with the audio
2: but um so i came back in the second half to regular television because i think normal people don't want to hear that background noise around the house all the time Mm, sure i don't know what the heck their problem is normal people (laughs)
0: normies
2: (laughs) you know it was kind of a sleepy crowd but i get it it was you know i i was not not a very not a a very aesthetically pleasing game.
1: Well it's an eight o'clock start on a Wednesday, which is always a challenge, right? The late starts on weekdays. And then, you know, I'm, I'm standing there before the game watching warm ups with our guy Matty D, and
2: So does he like chuckle in your ears like God, I kill you on your own show every week. <laughs>
1: he does, and he's I'm like, I was like, I don't know why I, I
2: I flame you every week.
1: I was like, I don't know why I'm still friends with you guys, <laughs> him and JP. <laughs> We were actually to- Well, J- JP
2: is an equal opportunity flamer. He oh. doesn't pick sides. He'll he does. just
1: he'll torch everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah, everybody's fair game. He just, and he does it so nonchalantly that you just kind of get taken off guard, but you're like, "Wait, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were friends. Stealthy. I thought we were cool." Stealthy. Uh, but no, it Hello, was friend. Befo- honestly, before about 10 minutes before tip-off, and I don't even know how they got in there, but the place was empty 10 minutes before tip-off. Mhm. Like, I thought, I was like, are we getting a crowd of, like, seven today? It was stunning. And then by the time Maddie and I got upstairs to, to the hockey press area, it was, it was pretty much full. So I was impressed that they, they got it filled in. But, yeah, it was a little, I mean, compared to last week, obviously, it was, or, or even compared to, like, a normal weekend game, it was a little sleepy at first. But uh, they went on a little run. I think the back-to-back Trout and Ashworth threes got them going a little bit. But, I mean, I don't think anybody was more asleep last night than Seton Hall, so that helps.
2: Yeah. Unless uh, uh, not – I'm pro-8. I'm not pro Big East. I'm, I'm all kind of – I like the Big East. I love I, – I like, I like Creighton. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing, right? But for the Big East honks that are beating their chest over this conference, man, I don't know. That was Stop.
1: a horrifying performance by Seton. And I'm not going
2: to just take that one, but, yeah. but yes. It was like, bad. It was not – it's not – like – it's it's just okay, like it's a well coached conference, mm-hmm. but I mean Providence, Seton Hall, I Xavier, mean, it's fine. But I'm not like maybe the metrics will
1: do them better justice than the eyeball test. Probably because the top of the league's good, so sometimes that'll kind of yeah. lift up oh, the middle one, of the league. One hundred percent. But yeah, you watch Seton Hall, you look Providence, you look at Xavier, you look at Butler, and you go. Even St. John's, depending on the night, right? They're super inconsistent. Yeah, but I have to be careful, though, right? Because it's
2: like, if you watch Minnesota and Illinois, did that look like the same Minnesota team that got their Bundes kicked at PBA the other
1: day? It does not. Like, what was that? I don't know how you go. They were hitting pull up threes. I don't know how you go. What was it? 105.97 in regulation? I just. How does that even happen? So it had to get the
2: other game viewing when it got to be like 3837. I think Minnesota had just maybe hit a 3 to something like that. It hit a 3 to take the lead. I'm like, "Man, this thing's going to have to get my attention." Mhm. Right. And uh, so it was like, "Here we go." Like <laughs> cuz I already knew I was going to be elbows deep in the clip joint, the Roach clips and the Lakers. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. No, because I felt like I mean, you're in the same boat because we could be playing one another. In that play-in. In that play-in game mm-hmm. with the Lakers and Golden State. But Lakers got to get their little boondang gear.
1: Yeah, they got to figure it out, which they did in the fourth quarter.
2: No, LeBron did. Well, Le, yeah, fair. Fair. Le, yeah.
1: LeBron did. Yeah, he had a it's, couple of Rui baskets in there. He had a, you know. I think he had like 19. He did. He had 19 in the fourth. The Clippers only had 16. So here's the thing.
2: He drives me up the wall because I found myself being captivated mm-hmm. by someone I, I have a, f- a really a strong, strong disdain for. for. Yeah. But he's helping the team that I love, mm-hmm. like, really do the darn thing. Because if we're being honest, of stages of falling in love, Steelers were clearly number one. Okay. The Lakers were two. Fair Nebraska and Carolina were about the same time. Okay. Slight nod to Nebraska. So you're
1: ter- you're talking about like in in ti- timing of yes
2: it. right okay yes my my
1: fandom yeah that makes sense so
2: like I'm I'm just I'm just in there and the the, the Dodgers because you got to remember eighty mm-hmm. were just now. Like stuff is just now starting to get going, mm-hmm. and that's what I was captivated by. So they're kind of lumped together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But but the the clear nod goes to Steelers, Steelers, and and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching this, and I'm like,
1: so are you pre Magic on the Lakers?
2: No, I'm. You're a, right, a, right arrival of Magic. Okay, okay. Arrival of Magic. I have the Sports Illustrated with Magic. I don't. My dad did. My. My mom asked me about a month ago where we think that stack went. I don't know.
1: Of like old Sports Illustrated? Yeah. The yeah. Magic
2: Bird split cover.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. So,
2: it's funny. Tom Chattel one time asked me, uh, again, about a month ago. Maybe it was whenever Sports Illustrated said they're, they're Closing done. their doors, yeah. He's like, hey, what are your top covers? I was like, funny you asked. Like, this was literally like 10 seconds of text time. I was like, hey, I got five. And I screenshot them all to him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but yeah, so it's 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 at Magic's arrival, and okay. remember,
1: Magic is your all-time fave. Mm-hmm. That's how I mean. That's how I was with Curry and the Warriors. I would not be a Warriors fan without Steph Curry. Like he just doesn't. I don't. I was going to be a fan of whatever team Steph Curry went to.
2: I just the, just the picture and his smile and the open collar, like yeah, w- like I I just was like. Oh, that's cool. I, I don't see a lot of people that look like me enjoying themselves. And he looked to be enjoying mm. himself on a, on, a, on a national cover. Yeah. So I just kind of was drawn to it. Sure. But I, I, I was wrestling last night because I'm like, man.
1: Don't love LeBron. But he's 39. It's unbelievable. I mean, it really is. L- like him or not, it's unbelievable. He's 39. I don't. He's older than I am. He's older than me. And he's just giving every – and this is
2: fresh on the heels of me eye-rolling that he told the media to get off his son. I'm almost like, you – I don't know. Like I, I want to say in my head, you can't have it both ways. You, this, this dude, I remember clearly, mm-hmm. clearly when Caleb's summer team played Gulf Coast and mm-hmm. Wichita – and this dude is like 17 years older than than Caleb's team, but he's he's playing up. Mm-hmm. And we had a college World Series show that I was doing, and I'm watching it online. The very next year they played him again, and it's like you, you've been we've been growing this forever. Like at some point you have to be desensitized to the to the criticism. Mm-hmm. Or even the questioning. Like, nobody can even question Ronnie. Like, can y'all please just leave my son alone and let him enjoy basketball? Do you know how many times I wanted to say that about my family? And it's not even on that level. Yeah. But you have to take what comes with it. Because at the end of the day, it's what I told him for three years. This will serve you well. This is a very fickle place. There will be times a game will finish being played and you will be a meme. Mm. Right? Like, you have to be able – to handle to it. handle that, is it different? So I I'm like God this is, this is what I'm sad damn and then five days later it's like go Lakers. Is it different because of dude? The, the place was packed when they played when when oh, T, I know. when T and E played Gulf Coast is it, and they're kids. Is
1: I it, mean literal kids. Is it different now because I mean LeBron's average LeBron he's averaging like six points a game like he's not doing like it's,
2: it's not that he's not.
1: Right, is it different because people are talking about him as an okay? What's he going to do in the NBA? When maybe LeBron's looking at him, and he's like, he's not that guy yet. Well, it was. Just, Does so that make it different at all for you? No,
2: because this is what bugs me. Okay, I just don't think you should do a guy a solid because of his kid. Yeah. Okay. And he's clearly not an NBA prospect right now.
1: No, not right now. Maybe he won't ever be. Maybe he will be. I don't know. But right now, but no. to have
2: the discussions a couple of years ago that LeBronie. That Bron would wait on his kid, and who's going to draft him? And like these are real conversations people were having last week. Yeah, and I'm like, so you you guys are wasting your time on a talking head show for 50 minutes saying what team at age 41, 40 or 41 would sign LeBron, LeBron and, and draft his son? Like, mm-hmm. do you think his? So the first thing I thought of was, do you think his kid would want that draft mm-hmm. me just because of my, di-? like that? That's what I because the 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 counter argument is why I was so weird with one of my own kids. Mm-hmm. I didn't I wanted the disassociation. Mm-hmm. Not the association. Yeah. Cuz he didn't want the association. So I'm like, why are you guys having this conversation but then you, the guy's getting mad that you're having the conversation. He said it.
1: Yeah. He's the one that started the conversation. He said, he started the conversation. Yeah, hey, I'd like to play with my son someday. That that's the reason this conversation. And
2: that, and exists. that's cool, but I mean Frank Gore said it too and that was actually at least realistic. So I, you know, cuz what did Frank we we counted the other day on a humbug. Was it 16 years for Gore? 18? Uh 16. 16 years 16 for Gore. years.
1: 16,000 yards on the dot. For in 16 years. Yep. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable career. Um, you know, I, I but I do th- I found myself thinking like
2: especially on the heels of the the Dumbo Jackson talk and and Lance's ridiculous call yesterday that longevity does matter. Oh, it does. Because it's the it, it gets into the Emmett Smith conversation too. So um, you know
1: so, Emmett Smith's longevity might be the most impressive thing about him. Is that fair? No. No. I don't think he Emmett's better than I give him credit for. Fair.
2: He, it's not like but, it's not like he was a hanger on or I mean Emmett was Emmett No, but was longevity
1: talented. at that position isn't nothing. Yeah. Right? So I don't say that as a derision to Emmett Smith.
2: As I'm getting ready, you know, combine talk, which I'm pretty I'm jazzed about. We get yeah. we get drills today. I'm excited. Man, I'm, I, I'm pumped. So I had to make sure the library was set. <laughs> no, I'm, like, no, I know you got to record it. Because I didn't know if I if I hit future things like it cuz I have NCA wrestling on there too. Yeah, yeah. But I also have Nebraska, so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. You got to make sure you, you – Are they, are they going to overlap? Is it anything that's college re- – you know, mm-hmm. so, so I had to make sure that the, the, got to. the combine was in the, in the library. But I'm like, I think that's got to be part of it when, when you're talking mm-hmm. about – because I'm looking at these running backs that are up, mm-hmm. unrestricted free agents – and I'm like, haven't we proven that you do need to run the football to have some success? You do. Uh,
1: that's, that's why I asked that question of Jason Cole. I mean, go, Cole. Holler at, go holler at Buffalo. That's why I asked the question of Jason Cole earlier this week of ha- if the position became undervalued, right? Because, and I don't know that it has, but the, the, the ability, the way that GMs approach filling that position has changed dramatically, right?
2: Yeah, but do you know what part of it is? And I don't think he wanted to get into it. I don't know if he even enjoys it. But, like, analytics has definitely crept into the, oh, the NFL, too. Because and, they and, look, and it happens at the, on the spending side for yes. GMs with monies committed and rate of return. Because
1: they say, hey, if, if I can pay this guy 20%, of what I pay Saquon Barkley, but I can get 70% of his production, yep, yep. then I'm better off. Exactly. Right? Um, I wanted to go back to the LeBron thing for a minute and the association with his kid because on a much smaller scale, like I've experienced that a little bit. Like my, my mom, when she was – before she retired, was in a very similar field to what I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. And so I know for a fact that I got opportunities because people knew and liked my mom, Right? And for a while, that did bother me. I'm like, would I, have, would I have ever gotten that job if I if they didn't know my mom? If I yeah, That's so, why I was such a knucklehead. It bothered me my whole life until I learned to appreciate well, my dad. So that's the thing is, at a certain point, I worked at that place for almost six years. My boss, I just saw him out in public from that job. I haven't been there for five over five years at this point. I saw him out in public, I don't know, a, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Shout out DT if you're listening. I know he does sometimes. Like... And we still, like, he was thrilled to see me. Like, at a certain point, like, yes, I got the interview because of my mom. Mm -hmm. But I did the job and I did it well for a long time. And I made people around there like me because of me. Right? So, I don't know. If I'm brawny, do I care why the opportunity comes? Because you're only going to stick if you stick. Well, that's a um Legit. You know what I mean? Probably not. Does it matter why you get the shot? Probably not. But I get it because I've thought the exact same thing before where I was like, oh, man, that kind of. So for me,
2: as I'm so you're asking me is, as, I mean, I'll be 50 in them. Yeah, whenever. Um, but real time, then I think it would have. Right,
1: no, and I get that, because at the moment, when, he, when, when DT told me, he goes... It
2: wouldn't now, because I yeah. understand how the world works. Right. Like, you still got to be good at what you do.
1: Absolutely, right? Because I remember in the moment, I'm 25 or 26 or something at the time, so I was young. And I remember in the moment where, and he kind of just said it offhandedly, he's like, yeah, I mean, your, interview, or your, your resume was okay, but we were kind of like, well, it's Rose Lewis' kid, how bad can he be? So we gave you the interview. And then I started to do the interview. He's like, "We would not." I, and I I actually brought it up to him later. I like um, like several months later, I was yeah, like, "I don't see well, how old were you? Like 25, 26. You, I was young. So
2: you were prob you probably would have been better than me in that. I just know my personality. I probably would have been a little bit more defiant.
1: Cuz I, I I literally asked him about it. I go, "You know, I was I was like, did I was like, you really only interviewed me because uh, of my mom?" Yeah, and he's like I, He's like, "Yeah, but you still had to nail the interview." Yeah, the
2: the only re- not the only one of the main reasons I delayed getting into education because I spent from from two th- from oh ninety nine ish to two thousand to like oh four, like there was gap getting in getting back to the school district when I wasn't trying to play sports. Mm-hmm. And that was because I didn't want to go to.
1: You didn't want to have the legacy. You I didn't, didn't want to go to OPS.
2: Yeah, no, I ended. I mean, Dan and I like so a couple got Barty and and Dan and I came to. Get me. Mm-hmm. Hey man, got a got an opening here, you know, this program, could do this, really start to grow. And I was like, Ugh but you know, by then my my dad had been gone for probably I f- I don't know, five, six years maybe. I think he left in ninety nine.
1: You mean gone from the district. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And thank you for clarifying. And um 'cause it did sound weird. Yeah. Um So I fought it. So I know, and in 99, I was, what's 99 minus 74? 25. 25. Yeah, I was twenty Yeah, I know you were ahead of me emotionally. Like,
1: because. It's also a different legacy. I mean, to be
2: fair. I was just sick of, like. It's a different thing. I just, I just remember, like, really nasty conversations in school. Like elementary and junior high and only a few in high school, Mm -hmm. but I fought it my whole life. Yeah. And I'm like, and I know like if I had it to go back and and do again, I obviously would have been like, yeah, but just stop holding it over my head. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, it's not the first thing I want to, so I, I went the other way Mm -hmm. with, with knucklehead. Yeah. And I was super hands off and then it almost cost me. Yeah. I say cost me, like him not going to Nebraska would (laughs) have. But but
1: do you know what I mean? It makes your life harder, though.
2: It would have. Because I had so many unanswered questions. Like, what if I would have done this? What if I would have poured here? What if I would have valued this? Like, what if he wouldn't have found my trophy in the closet? Like, there's lots of things that I was going through when he was enamored with everybody else, Mm -hmm. right? Because I felt like what really ramped it up and made me mad was I finally felt like... This is the guy that's at the university that I want you to be around. Mm. So then it heightened my, my my, it heightened my anxiety. Yeah, I was like, he needs to be around Coach Rule. Like Coach Rule would be good for him. Mm -hmm. But it's not like I could, I could say that, but I couldn't say that. Yeah, you didn't want to push too hard. So it it like
1: because at the at the end of the day, and I, I feel like I can say this, pretty confidently, and tell me if I'm out of line. At the end of the day, if it was less about him going to Nebraska and more about him being around somebody that you respected and thought would be better for his life. 1,000%. Like, if Nebraska had hired somebody else or somebody else. And had I didn't s- feel the same. Still well, been the coach. Yeah. Because I, I, mean, I know for a fact you didn't feel that way before. Right. Fair? That's fair. Okay. I like, don't have any problems admitting that. Like, if somebody else had been hired, if somebody else had been retained, whatever – we're having a different conversation, and maybe Caleb still ends up at Nebraska, but you don't say. Yeah, it's, it's not for the reason that it,
2: it started. It started with Coach Rule. Yes, right. W- like it's not even close. And then mm-hmm. it just so happened to be that he is at my alma mater. Yes. So then I ha- then I was like really all in.
1: But I'm I'm really confident. If you had been an Iowa alum and Coach Rule still ends up at Nebraska, you'd be like, he should be around that guy. Yep. Rather than, and, and listen, not that Kirk Ferentz is a bad guy, but rather than be like, hey, I want you to go to my alma mater, it'd be, hey, I want you to be around Matt Rule. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's the truth, well, right? This, and not, people may not believe us. But, no. Because. I mean, when I, you could, t- like, this kind of. Because th- people didn't believe the whole time that he, that, there was any chance that he wouldn't go to Nebraska, right?
2: That's not, yeah. And
1: that's not true. It's
2: not even remotely true.
1: we little touch and go for a while there. But. <laughs> um, Question real quick. I don't know if you have time to answer it, but people, uh, a couple of people asked, where did your disdain for LeBron start? Like, what, what happened there? Um,
2: like, full disclosure, probably the theatrics. So, I didn't like his game. Okay. I felt like he was kind of a bully. Okay.
1: Just aesthetically, and, you
2: didn't like how it looked? Yeah. So, uh, he's kind of a bully. He's bigger, stronger than most guys. Yeah. But he was always whining. mm and so I'm like, you can't, again, i You I'd can't say, be the bully. I said, you
1: can't have it both ways. Yeah, you can't be a bully and still look to the principal yeah, and be so like, hey. like,
2: I just, I, I couldn't, I hated the style. Mm. Okay. And then the, the being carried off the cord and the not one, not two, the South Beach thing. Like, it just escalated.
1: Honestly, the, the decision thing <sighs> sat super wrong with me. And I, I get that it's dumb. I don't care. So, you know what? Though? I don't care that he left. I, I, I didn't like the theatrics of it. I didn't like the not one, not um,
2: – it was just – See, that didn't bother me. It didn't bother me either. But the thing that bothered me was you don't – you say in one vein you don't really want the attention, but you quietly want to control that narrative yeah. of the attention.
1: He wants the attention on his terms. Th- that's,
2: yeah, that's the things that bothered mm-hmm. me. Interesting. That's, a, that's a fair question.
1: Um, coming up next, we will set up the show at some we point here. Just never go with
2: our first segment.
1: I know please. that was a good first segment though. I like that. What happened to what happened to Creighton Hall? Hey, Creighton Hall Why played last you? night too. Creighton won. Uh, we'll get to all that more here on her.
0: Hail Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from four to six p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett's, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Erbel have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m., with Hale Varsity Radio.